0: Welcome to the Building Up Leaders in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Mangroer, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. Whether you're an emerging leader or a seasoned manager in the property and construction industry, this podcast will help you elevate your leadership, build a cohesive team, and have more impact. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Today, I want to share with you five simple steps to up-level your leadership. And this is the work I do with all my clients. This is where we start. Because whether you're an emerging leader, an aspiring leader, or you're an established leader, these five things are essential to your success. They are what will determine the amount of impact you have, they will determine the results you get, and they will determine how fun the process is to achieving those results. And as I said, these are five simple things, but do not be fooled. Simple does not necessarily mean easy. And it's so crucial that we take the time to do this work, that we are self-reflective enough and that we prioritize this so that we can really have that impact and create those results and outcomes that we are working towards. And as we go through these five steps, I want you to be thinking about How does this apply to me? And some of these steps will apply more than others and that's fine. But keep challenging yourself to really dig that bit deeper and to do this work, to really understand where you are, where you're going and how to do that. Because these steps are a game changer. They are what distinguish average leaders from exceptional leaders. And quite frankly, we have to do the work to get there. Because leaders aren't just born, they're built, they're developed over time. And the more effort you put into becoming an exceptional leader, the more impact, the more influence and the more results you will create. So step number one is building self-awareness. And honestly, knowing yourself is a cornerstone to effective leadership. In fact, it's a cornerstone to effective life, right? The more we know about ourselves, the more we can understand the things that motivate us and the things that stop us the better able we are to take control of situations and to rewrite the narrative and the direction that we are heading. And when I say building this self-awareness, we're really talking about understanding what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What's your natural style of doing things? And then we look at what are your core values, right? What really drives you as a person? What are the things you hold dear? What motivates you? What excites you? And on the flip side of that, what terrifies you? What holds you back? What keeps you stuck? Once we really understand ourselves, once we have that self-awareness and we understand who we are, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly, we can then build from there. And with that knowledge, we are able to look at things more objectively and we're able to make better decisions. And essentially, we provide ourselves and the people around us and our organizations a strong foundation to build from. And so I want you to think about these questions. What are the core values that drive you? These are your anchors. These influence everything you do. And often, we're not even aware of what our values are. And once we can actually get clear on them, we can consciously decide if those values are what we want to be guiding us or whether we want to reconsider our values. Next, I want you to think about what are your strengths? How do you contribute uniquely to what you do? And how do they impact your effectiveness and your ability to show up? And on the flip side of that, I want you to think about how do you respond in challenging situations and how does that support you or limit you in what you do? We can gain so many insights from just going in and asking ourselves some really key questions and journaling or talking to others. And again, most people don't spend the time to do this and the result is they operate in autopilot. And whilst our brain is brilliant at doing things in autopilot, our brains do not see things objectively. Because when we think about it, we have, you know, somewhere between seventy and 80,000 thoughts every single day. And in order for our brains to be able to process that amount of information, our brain is constantly going through this process of deleting things, distorting things and generalising things so that it can cope with that magnitude of information. And when we step back and we start to actually become self-aware, We can start to question some of those automatic processes that go on in our head. We can start to challenge them and we can start to think differently about things. And often we don't like to have the mirror held up to us. It can be scary. We can see things about ourselves that we don't necessarily like and we're then challenged to do things differently. But the thing is, is if we never engage in this real conversation with who we are at our roots, where we start as a person, we're never going to get better. And that is an essential skill for every single leader. So moving to step number two, define your leadership vision. A leadership vision sounds nice and light and fluffy and some sort of lofty idea, but it isn't. When we get clear on our leadership vision, it serves as a compass on our leadership journey, right? Because that compelling vision will guide you and your team towards the shared objectives and it will unite everyone under this common purpose and it makes the journey itself more meaningful. Everyone is on board together. So I want you to stop this and create a two-sentence leadership statement that articulates what type of leader you are. And I want you to think about what is the most important milestone that you aim to achieve this year. And what does it look like when you achieve that? Because again, another pitfall that I see is people have a goal, but they don't actually know what success looks like in achieving that goal. And whether that's because it's not well articulated or well defined or because they've just never given themselves the room to step into imagining what that end result looks like and the more we can do that the more we can create an actual visual in our heads that aligns with what we are trying to achieve the easier it will be to achieve that goal right this is why athletes spend so much time on visualization they see themselves running across that finish line in first place they see themselves kicking that winning goal that is because they're training their brain for what is to come so that when they are out on that soccer pitch or they are out on that running track they are just go 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 it is familiar territory for them so it's not only their compass it is something that they are living they are embodying before they are there And that is what A Compelling Vision does for us as individual leaders, but also for our team. Hey there, I'm interrupting today's episode because I want to share something special with you. If you've been on a leadership journey with me through this podcast, you know that I'm all about empowering leaders. Now, I have exciting news. I'm about to open the doors for a new intake of coaching clients who are ready to take their leadership skills to the next level and achieve outstanding results. If you're eager to create sustainable success as a leader, I invite you to explore how my exclusive coaching program can help you reach your goal. Whether you're an emerging leader or a seasoned manager, this program is customized to get you results. Don't miss out on this opportunity to invest in your growth as a leader. To learn more, simply visit my website, rebeccabangura.com, or you can find the link in the show notes. This is your chance to discover if the coaching program is the right fit for you. Okay, now let's get back to today's episode. Step number three is honing your leadership skills. And honestly, I cannot state how important this is because two facts about leaders. One, leadership is not the same as management. And two, because you are technically great at a job, it does not mean you will be a good leader. And what we see so often is people are given leadership opportunities because they are great at their job. They have great technical expertise and technical knowledge. And people assume that by stepping into a leadership role, that skill set will translate into being able to deliver and drive the best outcomes from a team. And all too often, that is not the case. Because leadership is not just about managing tasks, right? It's about elevating people. It's about enabling people and empowering people to do their best work. Leadership requires strategic thinking and influencing and creating positive changes. Honing these skills will set you apart and they will give you that confidence as well as the tools and strategies you need to effectively lead. Think about what is one skill you believe that every great leader should possess. And do you currently excel in that skill or is it an area of growth for you? Is there some work that needs to be done in that space? And I also want you to think about how do you invest in your continuous professional development? Are you actively growing your skill set and challenging yourself to build your skills so that you can be the best in the business and you can enable those around you to shine and be their best versions of themselves as well? And that is really where the gold is. Because the truth is, is a leader is one person. What we need is everyone to be working together, to be bringing their A game and to be creating results as a collective. That's when we know we have a good leader in our midst because the team is energised, the team is empowered by the leader having the right skills and bringing out the best in their team. Which brings me to step four. Leaders need to build a cohesive team around them. Because that team not only produces better results, but it also creates a positive and inclusive work environment where everyone actually feels valued and they feel empowered to contribute and to be themselves. And at the core of every cohesive team is trust. And of course, trust is a two-way street. So I want you to think about how do you build trust with others? And is it something you actively do? Or is it something that you just hope will happen naturally? Because trust is really fundamental to every relationship. And, you know, relationships are like piggy banks. We are constantly putting coins in when we support each other, when we encourage each other, when we do kind things. That is putting money into that piggy bank. And when something goes wrong or we are misaligned in what we are trying to achieve, we are subtracting coins out of that piggy bank. And the more intentional we can be about constantly adding the coins, the stronger our relationships will be. And the other thing I want you to think about is what strategies do you employ that ensure inclusivity within your team? You know, I did a podcast on this last week. Inclusivity needs to be on everyone's agenda, every single person's agenda. It is so important. And without inclusivity, you will not get the best results. People will not be happy. They will not be performing at their best. And frankly, no one wants to be in that situation or environment. So, take the time to really think about how do you build that cohesive team. Now, finally, step number five is around cultivating a growth mindset. This is an ever-changing business landscape that we work in and adaptability is crucial. And fostering that growth mindset, it not only equips us with the resilience to deal with current challenges, but also the adaptability to seize future opportunities. This growth mindset is not just for you as a leader. When you have a growth mindset, you also embed that in the culture of the team so that everyone feels comfortable to challenge themselves and take risks and grow as a person, knowing that they can get better and knowing that there is support for them to do that. And so again, I want you to think about how do you manage failures and setbacks? Do you look at them as learning opportunities or do you get stuck in the mud and bogged down in the blame game? And this is not about getting it perfect. We are about doing the best we can with the information and the resources that we have right now and taking steps to get better, knowing that this is a journey. And frankly, the more time and effort we put into becoming better leaders, the better the results will be. And if we don't do the work that needs to be done, the results will not change. So again, I want you to go back and think about these five simple steps and I want you to see how they apply to you and what you can be doing differently to really up-level this year, to really move the dial and create a bigger impact, have more influence with your team and create better results and to have fun along the way because I know that exceptional leaders are not just born, they are built, they put the time in, they do the work. And I see this time and time again with my one-on-one clients. They are there, they are investing in themselves to become better and they reap the results so many times over, whether that's through achieving KPIs and bonuses, whether it's through having more time with their family and their friends or whether it's through better health outcomes where they just feel better in themselves because creating these results requires us to make an effort and to get out of our comfort zone and to be willing to do the work. And look, if you are interested in doing that and you would like support from me, then reach out and I'll link in the show notes a space where you can come and book a one-on-one call with me and we can just have a quick brainstorm on where you're at and what needs to happen to elevate your leadership, whether that's for you as an individual leader or for you and your team. And whether that feels right for you or not, my key call out today is to take action on these things. Make the time. Think about how each and every one of these steps applies to you and where you're on your journey right now and where you want to go. Because thought without action is meaningless. And I know that within each of us is an exceptional leader when we are willing to step up into that space and really up-level our skills and who we are as a person to create results. Okay, my friend, have a beautiful day and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Leaders in Property podcast. If you'd like to find out how I can support you on your journey to becoming an exceptional leader, head over to rebeccabangura.com or follow the link in the show notes to find out more. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.